on February 22, 2010, Abdul was set to embark on a new journey. He was set to depart the only place he knew his home. Delta Airlines and its staff would like to welcome you to Hartsfield-Jackson International Airport. The weather is currently 40 degrees Fahrenheit. Thank you for flying Delta Airlines. We hope to see you soon, y'all. Eh? What is the risk here? Please don't Niger. I didn't even know anything below 70 degrees existed. I do not want to get up this plane, oh ah. What kind of people are those? Why are they so white? Ah, and why isn't everyone wearing Imambuba? Ah. Abdul was so entangled in his thoughts and scrutinizing his surroundings before he knew it. He was at the airport's exit doors. Peering through the clear glass, he was convinced this was nothing like Nigeria. The roads were like nothing he had ever seen. No potholes or debris in sight. The beige color complemented the sidewalk with the lines ever so prominent. The cars are all in one piece. No missing windows or planet-sized dents. The metallic gloss sang to the sun's gleam. This was nothing like home. The transition for Abdul was grim. He had to adjust to a completely different way of life. He started school a couple days after his arrival. In Nigeria, he was in the seventh grade. But based on his age, he had to start in the third grade in America. Not only did he have to sit through boring lessons that he already covered, he also had to take an English as second language class, which is ESL, essentially. Okay, Abdul, repeat after me. Old McDonald had a farm. Old McDonald had a farm. No, no, it's McDonald. McDonald, that's what I'm saying, huh? Throughout grade school, Abdul struggled to accept who he was. He was constantly bullied because of what he wore and how he spoke. Y'all heard that Africans eat poop and drink pee. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. T'Challa, Wakanda forever. You got the iPhone 8, AA chip in the back of your head, oh, boy. Yeah. That's booty scratch over here, boy. Boy, get on you. The older he became, the more embarrassed he was about his origin. It came to a point that when he was asked about where he was from or where he was born, it would simply just lie. Yo, Abdul, where are you from anyway? What you mean, dog? I'm from America, born and raised. Let's fast forward a couple years from now. Abdul is now 13 years old, and he's truly unaware of who the he is. Simmer down, simmer down. I'm saying he didn't know who in the world he was. I didn't say he didn't know who in the he was, because that would be bad. I wouldn't say on a podcast, come on. But as I was saying, he didn't know who in the he was at the age of 13. After moments or even months of battling with himself, he decided to finally accept himself for who he is. On the last day of middle school, he decided to wear something very bold. 
he wore one of his Nigerian garments to school. It was bright purple and had lots of patterns. The moment he stepped foot into the classroom, everyone stared at him. His teacher stopped him to ask him a question. Abdul, I know the principal said y'all can wear whatever y'all want in the school, but he didn't say y'all can wear pajamas now. Gee, damn, this man got on his PJs. It's he my, came straight out of bed. It's my name, girl. Nah, nah, nah. I don't want to hear it, big fella. He began to fall into the crater of misidentification once again. But this time, instead of idling in the crater, he climbed out. He came to the realization that he is who he is, and his identity defines him. Throughout his high school years, he embraced who he was. The crater of false identity was filled. Go ahead, ask him where he's from. Like seriously, ask him out loud. <laughs>